Linda Pinizzato. She's not your typical realtor. She's your real estate counselor, teacher, and advisor. Whether it's a house, townhome, or condo, when you're ready, she's your negotiator. With 34 years of experience, Linda guarantees that you have the real estate knowledge you need to make the right decisions. Call Linda Pinizzato at Sutton Group Quantum Realty, 416-561-7373, or visit her at lindapinizzato.com. Hi there, it's Linda Pinizzato of The Condo Expert here on the Hayes FM, sponsored by Bayshore Health and Wellbeing. You know, we talk about different things that happen in our life that really make an impact. And one in particular is when you actually go to any of these sales and business type of summits or seminars and motivational speakers and people that really have their finger on the pulse when it comes to knowing what the answers are and giving us direction. I know a lot of times, you know, you you may know information. Sometimes you may not even know how much information you know. So interesting enough, when you go out there and you take the time to really go to these events and do a little bit of soul searching while you're there, a lot of the information you're going to get back, it may very well change your life and certainly may change your business and your career. Today, we're very fortunate to have Canada's favorite sales trainer, Rick Cruz, here on The Condo Expert. Rick, I want to welcome you to the show. Well, thanks for having me. I'm glad to be in Toronto, even though it's uh, mighty hot and humid. I know. You're from Vancouver. Actually, Abbotsford. Abbotsford, oh, Abbotsford. out in the valley, yeah. So how would it be over there? How's the weather over there? I'm sure you keep touch with it, right? Yeah. <laughs> people often talk about BC. They make fun of all the rain. But we actually have a very nice uh, June, July, and August is usually spectacular, uh, sunny and nice. But um, it does rain a lot. Well, I was in uh, Vancouver in March, and it was beautiful. I mean, I, I was really taken back because in March, not seeing any snow... And, you know, a little bit chilly on the weather, except when you're down by the water. Mm-hmm. But what really surprised me was how green and how the flowers yeah, were bright and alive at that time of the year, being yeah. in Canada. It is. Loved it. And one of the nice things about Vancouver and British Columbia area uh, on the West Coast is, like, literally at the, you know, when you're talking March, there's an opportunity for people that live there. They can take a 20-minute drive up to Grouse Mountain and go skiing in the morning. Uh, they could uh, go 20-minute drive back down the mountain in the afternoon and lay on the beach, and then they could go um, golfing until the sun sets down. It would be, to have those three activities and you know, within 20-minute drive of each other is absolutely fascinating. It is fascinating. I mean, you wouldn't relate skiing weather to go with March flowers and green grass. Tulips, yeah. <laughs> and tulips, yeah, yeah, exactly. Never mind, we actually caught some Canuck games, so that was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of things happening over there, and uh, it, it certainly was a blessing going and and sharing uh your wonderful uh, cities even though we didn't get to abbotsford we did get to the province so it's okay pretty close but you know tell me a little bit about i'm sure the listeners want to know what you're involved in and what brings you here to mississauga well i'm in the gta i work with companies real estate companies mortgage companies automobile dealerships any company that's in sales 
we're actually all in sales, regardless of whether we're in sales or not. Even the the auto mechanic at uh, Midas Muffler, I mean, he may be a monkey, uh, you know, a wrench monkey type of guy, but uh, he's actually a salesperson as well because he has to go home and he has to sell his children on doing their homework and sell his children on eating their vegetables. And, and there's even a sales process that goes on when the husband and wife decide to go see a movie. He's selling the war movie and she's selling the love movie, but they're only going to one and the best salesperson wins. So... I work with these companies all across Canada, and um, I do custom programs, and I do have an event coming up in September the 19th uh, in, in, in the Toronto area here that is going to be a full day, uh, one day from 9 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. It's at the Lejardin Conference Center in uh, Highway 27 there, so that's, that's coming up. So what I'm doing now is I'm working with companies doing one-hour complimentary training programs to introduce them to my full-day program. Oh, fantastic. Mm-hmm. So how many, what's the capacity of your program up well, on Highway 7? We'll target 400 in the room. 400. Would be perfect, yes. Yeah. Now, yeah. it is summertime, so, you know, it might be three. It's, it depends on how many people we get in front of, first of all, to introduce them to what we have coming up. You know, it's funny when you make that analogy. I think of reverse psychology. So that's mm-hmm. the sales... <laughs> Is that considered kind of a, uh, a, a reverse sales technique? Yeah, I reckon. <laughs> when we use the reverse psychology on our kids all the time. True. <laughs> but it does work. Uh-huh. But I think you do. You have to sort of look at, you know, the English language is very interesting. I mean, if you think about it, we have how many words out there that have like five different meanings? It's so tough to learn English. It is. It's very tough. So do you find that like some of the people, I guess, that are coming, you deal with all sorts of wakes of nationalities and multiculturalisms and so on. It could be a benefit all the way around. Yeah, no, it is. And one of the things that I have been taught, like, you know, I'm not the smart guy here. There's two types of experience you're going to get in life, any kind of life. First type is what we call PE. That's personal experience. That's where you go out on an adventure or take on that endeavor and, and you get kicked in the teeth and, and, and you bleed and, but you learn. And the other type of experience you get in life is OPE. That's other people's experience. That's where you learn and watch. I, I've been training for many, many years. And I can walk into a real estate office that I've never been to before, maybe a Remax office, and do a one-hour. Or, one Sutton, hour, group. or Sutton, Sutton Group. That's or my, Sutton that's Group. That's my. <laughs> Absolutely. But a Sutton or a Remax right. or C21 or something. Right. And I could be in that meeting or listening to them talk or even just waiting in the waiting room, and I'll have some agent that has never been in real estate before, has six months experience in it, and maybe she'll pick up the telephone. And the words she says when she answers that telephone, the tonality, the enunciation, I'll say, wow, that's cool. I like that phrase she used. I like that tonality. I'm going to take that. I'm going to use that. I'm going to borrow that. I'm going to make that part of me. See, somebody's got something to teach us in life, whether they've been in sales or whether they've been in business for 20 minutes or 20 years. And the people that really succeed, the real estate agents, the business people, are the people that understand OPE is so critical. And, and it, it, it's fascinating because I can, I can see people that, that look at me and, or look at to someone else, a manager, and they're thinking to themselves, you know what, I know this, but they're not really getting it. It's a good point because the thing is, is that, I mean, as you know, I'm a realtor and been in the business for 33 years. Well, thank you, Rick. (laughs) And the interesting part is, is that it goes beyond learning the courses. And, and that's where you're coming in, mm-hmm. you know, because I mean, anybody can be a realtor nowadays. Honestly, they really seriously can. I mean, we got like 34,000 realtors out there. And, you know, 
we do have the doors open to part-timers and everything else. Mm-hmm. And then we have, you know, the questionable situation with respect to companies and, and the commission ratings and so on and so yeah. on. And the interesting part, though, is what you're saying is correct. I mean, knowledge and knowing how to deal with a situation, that is something that can't be taught just out there when you're doing your credits to keep your, maintain your license. Mm-hmm. That has to either be taught by yourself when you're having these seminars so that you can introduce realtors or salespeople or anybody out there in the business practice world Mm -hmm. so that they can actually grasp a different element of what their career is all about. Mm -hmm. And the key is, you know, for sales is to not act like a salesperson. Well, you can't. That that is the key. (laughs) You can't. You know, MSNBC News did a study. And they asked, this is years ago, some 1,000 random people in North America, you know, which person or what profession would you most consider to be untruthful and dishonest? Surprisingly, the number one answer was not a lawyer, and it was not a politician. It was a salesperson. So one of the things that we teach, or I teach in my programs, and, and, and many great trainers out there teach, J. Douglas Edwards back in the 40s and 50s, is you have to change your language and change the way you talk. For example, Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. I was there one time in, in Mississauga, and I met a young man that was, uh, I just happened to be talking Vancouver Canucks with him in, uh, in Toronto and the Luongo trade and all this stuff. And at the end of the conversation, he handed me his business card, and he said to me, here's my card, Rick, and he was a realtor, and he said, if you ever want to buy a house, give me a call. Now I'm looking at this kid and I'm thinking, son, you're new to the business, but you're acting like a salesperson. That's a horrible word. That's a vulgar word. You never say the word buy. The word buy means I got to go into my pocket. I got to give you a whole bunch of money and it's not fun. Now, if he was a trained professional, he would have said to me, Rick, if you ever want to own a home, see, everybody wants to own something, but nobody wants to buy something. So it's the language that we use on a daily basis. And if you do not act like a salesperson, they will not treat you like a salesperson. It's true, because when you hear that word buy, it's like, you know, if you walk into the store and all you want to do is browse, Mm -hmm. you don't want anybody to be on your case. Mm -hmm. You know, like sometimes people find that uh, comforting if they just need an afternoon, maybe male, woman, housewife, a business person. It doesn't matter who it is. Uh And they just want time away. So what do they do? They go to the mall, they walk around, so they go in the store. Man, the last thing you want is someone walking up to you. Can I help you? Mm-hmm. Is there anything you're looking to buy? Right. <laughs> right. It's like, go away. Right. Yeah. But it is the salesperson's job to approach you. Because yes. on the other hand, maybe eight out of ten people will love that, where the other two people will write a letter to management and say, I was in your store and nobody would help me. That's so, the other you know, side. The other yeah, side walking of the, coin. the line. We're walking talking about walking so the line. So you are walking yeah. the line. And it's it's a difficult thing. I, I'm a firm believer that, you know, for example, soliciting business. It's the same thing. You're at Walmart. If somebody comes up to you, they don't at Walmart. They don't really ask you, but they're always there. They're wearing their uniforms. You can tap them on the shoulder. But if you're going into a like a ladies' clothing store, a men's clothing store, you're going to have someone approach you. I don't find it that bad. Some people do, but it's like, it's the same with listening. Like for example, salespeople that are out there selling products, maybe computers, maybe paper, maybe office cleaning. They have to go into these companies and they have to, you know, talk to the receptionist and they have to, to cold call. And many companies have uh, signs on their doors that say no soliciting. 
Uh, real estate offices have signs on their doors that says no soliciting. I find that almost objectionable, <laughs> you know, because I'll walk to a real estate office and they got a big sign that says no solicitors. But then you walk through there and their management's telling them, well, get on the phone and start soliciting. So, you know, yeah, it's yeah. kind of a double-edged sword. So, well, you know, it's a, it's a good approach here. So the bottom line is, is that our audience has to be out there and they have to be, if they're in sales, they have to do what their mandate is. Absolutely. Right. So the basic line is they need to go to your show so that they will understand what's the best approach for them. Or have me into their company, their real estate office, and give me one hour with any real estate team out there at no cost. It's an opportunity to introduce myself. I'll change the direction of their career. Well, you know, that's the key thing because, you know, I think that the competition right now is just so strong in so many different markets Mm -hmm. and everybody has to sort of look at something different, like actually go outside of the box and readjust their thinking and maybe their approach. Their approach. Right. Yes. When you're approaching someone, for example, something I want to talk to you about, dear to my heart, since you're a real estate agent and that's cutting commissions. Okay, I find this fascinating because it was truly the realtors themselves that got themselves into this whole situation where you have 1% companies and 2% companies that are going to do this. I remember I was in Toronto when the competition committee was actually fighting over this and they were trying to get this passed that there would be a flat rate to go MLS, whatever, however that works. Well, I remember there was an advertisement put in the paper and the advertisement was basically full page ad and all it had was comments, statements from customers that were unhappy with their realtor. I remember reading one lady in Oakville, Ontario said that my realtor came into my condo and, uh, you know, I never saw her again for three months and she made $18,000 on this transaction. This is wrong. There was another comment by another wow. person that says, you know, my realtor had done this or that or whatever. I, push me into the home. You see, those realtors are very far and few between. The great realtors that are out there are not that way. See, and now you have people that say, well, I don't want to pay full right for full, like the full percentage and I want to go discount and discount or this realtor is going to do this. But they're really cutting themselves short because this is a fact. If you're selling your condo and you're going to get a listing agent, okay, there's three things that you want as a condo owner if you're going to sell your home. The number one thing is you want to get the highest dollar value for your for your property. You want to get the most equity. You want a realtor that can really show the features and benefits and get the biggest dollar value. That's number one. Number two, which everyone's looking for from a realtor, is they want their home sold as fast as possible. They don't want it on the market for nine months. So number one, I want to get the most dollar value. Number two, I want my home sold fast. And the third thing that everyone wants from a realtor is they want to pay the lowest fee for service. Now, I find that fascinating. Because anyone that really knows how economics works has to understand that you can't have all three. I'm sorry. You're a great realtor, but you can't give them all three. Century 21 can't give them all three. Sutton can't give them all three. There's not a realtor in Canada that can give them all three of those. They can have any two they want, any two, but they can't have all three. In other words, I can sell your home for the highest dollar value at 1% commission, but I guarantee you it's going to take us a pretty long time to make that happen. But it's also, you know, it's also the expertise that you're buying as far as the negotiating power. And, Absolutely. you know, like, like myself, I mean, if I look at my, if someone said to me tomorrow, Linda, what is your expertise in real estate? Okay, my 
two-part answer would be one is my negotiating power. I'm a very, very strong negotiator because I've been in the business for so long. So important. I've been in there for like since 1979. So I know what I can do. I know the information. I know the history. I know what have a speculation on where the future is. And the biggest thing is, is, is that I understand the whole process of how it can be put together. And what that means is, is that, you know, people sometimes they get too much information overload uh, when they start going into newspapers and mm-hmm. then they're talking to their friends and their relatives and everybody under the sun has them going from one end of the spectrum of the city. So they're bu- bu- thinking of buying in Burlington or Oakville. And now they're talking about going way out to, say, Pickering or Whitby. Mm -hmm. And next thing you know, someone else puts it in their mind that now they're looking up in Bradford or or East Gwillimbury. And trying to decipher all of that outside information where it's bits and pieces is where a very good expert realtor will come into the picture because we have to understand what is it that's motivating the move, what's the most convenient move, location, location, location. I can find any house anywhere. Mm-hmm. But you've got to get right into the minds of your clients and understand what it is that's going to be the fit. Absolutely. And the bottom line is this. Good things are seldom cheap, and cheap things are seldom good. I like that. It's so true. <laughs> You're right. It's true. You know, absolutely. I mean, like, take a look at a hair salon, Let's uh, being a female, right? Okay. I can't, okay, you can go into a hair salon, and you can go spend... 60 bucks to get your hair, you know, put streaks in it or or highlights or something, right? Okay. Meanwhile, if you decide that you want to go to a brand name hair salon, you can't touch it under 200. Shirley Woo Beauty Concepts in Mississauga. Now, that's a perfect example. I mean, here's a, a young lady and her husband that are running this thing and... It's expensive. It's two, three hundred dollars. You know, uh, she specializes in doing weddings and stuff of that nature. But once again, you're getting the best of the best, and you're getting the service that you need. So. Well, yeah, people. If people want quality, then they are going to have to pay for the quality. But mm-hmm. the interesting part is, is that they actually save in the long run. You know, because if somebody has to buy into something in real estate and they're working with somebody that isn't sort of following the kind of steps that you're suggesting there, Rick, you know, those people aren't going to be happy. They're going to be reselling. It's more expensive to resell in two or three years down the road when you start talking to pay commissions again. Again, your land transfer tax. Maybe you've got, you know, a situation with your mortgages, you know, however the structure is, whether there's penalties, whether you can port it. There's so many different variables that could affect you if you decided to make a move within two or three years. So you have to make the right decision today. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And not worry about your <laughs> worry about whether or not you've got a damn good agent out there and uh meanwhile you don't want to pay for them. True enough. So um And unfortunately there's situations where guys are driving cab eight hours a day and selling real estate four hours a night. I know. Well I have to I have to say a lot of times I'm finding myself doing my business with my clients and in order to finish the deals I'm doing the other agents' work as well. So sure. I have to say that I find that quite frustrating. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. So your show you must be pretty excited. You know, I want to tell the audience how we met. We're going to be right back. Have to break for a commercial. It's uh, Linda Pinizzato at The Condo Expert and powered by The Hayes FM. We'll be right back. Oh, my computer crashed. Oh no, I've got a virus. Oh, no way. No internet connection. Do you need help? Call IT Mayday. 647-977-7113. ITMayday.com. So remember, contact C-O-A 
www.coaching.ontario.com. We have a wonderful website. If you're in Toronto, you can go coatoronto.com. And let us hear your comments. We want to help. You're listening to Linda Pinizzato of The Condo Expert. You have a wonderful day. We'll talk to you next time. Get up, stand up.